0: Welcome to the Queen Speaks Podcast. I'm your host, Queen Callie. And in today's episode, we'll be diving deep into our understanding that Jesus is the one that brought us to our purpose, and he's the one that will help keep us in our purpose. So stay tuned for the conversation. I wanted to take the time to remind us of something very important. This entire time that I've been talking on this podcast, I've talked a lot about God's vision over your life and the purpose that he has for you and accomplishing something in your life based on that purpose. And I wanted to take this opportunity to be very clear about something. The reality is that yes, God gives us the vision and yes, God gives us the purpose But at the end of the day, He is the one that calls you to it. He is the one that can keep you to it, which means that it's not about the purpose. It's not about what we can do in this earth at all. It's more about our journey with Him, growing closer to Him, and our recognition of His holiness and His divinity, and the reality that He is the end goal. It's not the job, it's not the marriage, it's not the kids. All those things are items on a list, and yes, when the desires of our heart align with what it is that God has for us, then yes he will be He will happily bless us with those things. But I want us to get away from this idea that the blessing is what we should be seeking from God. The reality is that we should be seeking God because He is God, because He is holy because he's omniscient, because he is all the things that he describes himself to be and this kind of sparked because i was having a beautiful conversation with a friend and we were talking about and being very vulnerable about where we were in our journeys and essentially it really just got my mind moving in this direction of of just reevaluating and 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 trying to implement this call to repent over our lives because again the reality is i think so many people in our generation are going after a thing. We're going after a title. We're going after a job position. We're going after a certain point of success in our lives. But my question to challenge each of us is what are we going to do when we get there? If we're doing all these things and we're striving for all these things like what is going to keep us when we're there? What is going to keep us spiritually whole? What's going to keep us mentally sane? What's going to allow us to feel fulfilled once we've accomplished all those things? You know, you you hear a lot of stories about people who end up being millionaires and billionaires and they have the strongest sense of suicidal ideations and they're not happy with their lives because they focus so much on the money that there's nothing else fulfilling them. There's no sense of joy in their hearts. There's no sense of peace in their hearts. Instead, there's resentment and loneliness and anger and bitterness and all those things. And that's true, not just for billionaires and millionaires, right? Like that's true across the board, right? When we find ourselves not choosing God, and we're just going after something and not necessarily knowing really why we're going after it. We're going after it to fill a void. The reality of it is, is we're going after certain things because we believe those things can fill a void in our hearts. And the only thing that can truly fill that space that we're so so desperately seeking is Jesus Christ. We try to fill that void with maybe porn or a relationship that's not healthy for us or binge watching or binge eating Or some kind of habit that maybe not isn't healthy for us. The other side of that coin is sometimes the habits that are healthy might not necessarily be benefiting you, especially if they're not anchored in Christ, right? Because going to the gym is healthy for you. Eating right is healthy for you doing certain things, watching certain things, being, being involved around motivational content, all those things can be healthy for you. But again, if it's not centered on Christ, we're still going to continue to fill this hole, this void in our lives that we're, we're gonna feel like needs to be filled by something. And so I wanted to bring that to our attention because again, I I know that on this this podcast and on this platform, I've utilized it a lot to talk about my museum journey and talk about my faith in in that journey and, and what's required of me in that journey. But I want to be very clear that my journey to get the museums isn't about getting museums. At the end of the day, I'm trusting and having faith, which in itself is also hard. But trusting and having faith that, that God is going to bring me to a place in which those things are going to be fulfilled in the earth. What I'm trying to articulate, though is that it's not about the museums. It's about the people that God is able to touch. It's about the character change that it's happening on the inside of me as I go through this process of trusting him and having faith in him. And it's about God overall achieving what he has for this earth. So it's not about me. It's not about the work that I have to do. It's not about me having to stress out about certain things. At the end of the day, he is the one that called me to this position and he is the one that can keep me in this position. And I want to kind of articulate that and stay in that lane for a little bit because again, I want us to understand that it isn't about us in this journey. It really truly is about him and just recognizing and having reverence for him because he is the goal, he is the end goal, he's the keeper, he's the caller. So what do I mean by by this when I say he's the keeper and he's the caller? Well, that vision that you have in your head of what it is that you want to accomplish, that thing that you can't let go of in your heart, that purpose, whatever that calling is that you've discovered it to be, that was God placing that on the inside of you for you to go execute it in the earth. That is him calling you to that thing. So if you are someone that's passionate for teaching, you have a, you have a passion for kids, you have a passion for dance, like whatever that passion is in you, God gave you that thing. The issue with some of us is that we forget that God called us to it and we start pursuing solely that thing and that thing, that item becomes our filler, that item becomes our idol. Essentially, and God didn't create us to have idols. In fact, He despises when we have idols because when we have idols, we think that that is the thing that will keep us. We think that that is the thing that will sustain us. We think that when we are struggling and going through hard times, that is the thing that will protect us, and that's not true. So, for example, in the case of of museums, right? If every time I was angry, if every time I was jealous, if every time I was bitter in my heart, I went to working on the museums. Yeah, that might help me be productive. Hear me, that might help me be productive, but that won't change the bitterness, the rage, and the anger on the inside of my heart. I will just be a productive, bitter, angry, enraging person, right? The reality is when we understand that God is the one that has called us to this thing, God is the one who allowed us to even be in a position to think about and imagine and have a vision for these things. When we realize that he gave us these gifts, we're able to one, surrender those gifts back to him and acknowledge that he is the one that gave them to us. But two, in in doing so, we're able to humble ourselves enough to recognize that this isn't about us. This isn't about what I can get out of it. This isn't about the money I can get. This isn't about the fame I can get. And I have to articulate that because, again, we live in a generation where it is all about us. We are very prideful, and we try to do things for the sake of our own well-being. And that's not to say that there's not a healthy level of that that is required. Of course, we should definitely look out for ourselves and take care of ourselves. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am trying to articulate is that I see a lot of us striving to allow our callings, allow the things that God gave us to be the things that we idolize to the point where it's all about us. And I'm going to get the business because I'm going to get the money. I'm going to get the fame because I want people to see me. And we're trying to utilize those things to fill that void that only Jesus Christ can fill. So I say that again to say that God is the caller. He is the one that placed it on the inside of your heart to do the thing that he's called you to do. And we need to be humble enough to recognize that and to be able to surrender that back to him. The reality is that he's also the keeper. What do I mean by that? Well, God is the only thing, the only one who can keep you and sustain you and maintain you during your journey. So the thing that I had the conversation with my friend about was, again, we were talking about what we were going through in life and I was discussing, you know, this idea of God being the caller and the keeper in the context of the museums. The reality is one, God gave me the vision God gave me the purpose for the museum. So it's his, he called me to it. And in that calling, there's a bit of, a lot of us go through this phase of when we're waiting for us to receive the calling in full term, Where that's when our faith is challenged. That's when we have to go through this process of learning to trust God. Essentially, we're in our walk on water season, if you will. Because we're having to, to fix our eyes solely on Jesus and go forth with what it is that he's called us to, to be obedient to what he's called us to without really knowing the all of the answers. God's going to call you to something without you knowing what it is that you're supposed to do along the way completely. He's going to give you the answers. He's going to give you the people in his timing. But it's not going to necessarily be when you want it to. It will definitely be when you need it. Right, And so there's this big struggle as we go through that calling and understanding our calling and, and, and achieving that calling of learning to trust, learning to have faith. I call that the character development phase. So that's where your heart posture is fixing. That's where your mindset is shifting. Again, that's where your character is changing. This is when you have no choice but to work on becoming the person you need to to be able to carry the weight of the calling. The reality is this. When we do not go through that character development phase, when we're not patient, when we're not learning how to trust God, when we're not learning of how to have faith in God, and when we're not going through that period of our character changing, our heart posture changing, our mind posture changing, and we just get the calling, sometimes we struggle to keep the calling. And when we keep the calling, when we have that calling, we have to be able to have the character that matches our ability to keep it. What do I mean by that? That means this, if I ask God, hey God, give me a museum, I want a museum so badly, and he gave it to me, but I don't know how to manage a museum, I don't know how to deal with the business aspect of it, I don't, I'm don't. i not responsible, you can't trust me with the finances of it, then I'm going to ruin that opportunity, and God would have given it to me, and I would not have had the capacity to handle it. And so my character would have been tarnished, my reputation would have been tarnished, the reputation of the museums would have been tarnished. And the truth of the matter is, we see this in society all the time. How many times do we see CEOs of major companies or people in key leadership positions or or senior politicians that their past catches up with them, their character catches up with them? Because you can have all the money in the world, you can have all the resources in the world, But if you have not gone through that character development phase with Jesus, then you get in positions of leadership, you get in your calling, you get in the thing that you're supposed to be doing, but you don't have the character or the capacity to handle it. And then in our humanness, we ruin it, which is why we definitely need Jesus Christ to be with us and to ride with us as we go through these experiences of keeping that calling. Again, he gives us the calling, at the initial phase of the calling, that's when we're all excited and we're like, oh my gosh, like I know my purpose now, right? And then we go through that character development phase and when he of which during that time he's preparing us to receive the calling. That's when our heart posture is changing. That's where our mind posture is changing. That's when the bitterness, the rage, learning to work with our enemies and bless other people, that's when all those things are happening on the inside of us, right? And then after that character development phase and we receive the calling, that's when, that's honestly, I would say, I think is the hardest because that's when you have to keep your humility intact. And I feel like a lot of us struggle with that because when you finally receive what it is that God's called you to do, whether it's a business, whether it's a leadership position, a job, whatever, the kid, whatever it is, now you've got to make sure you do not lose that. And the only way you can stay grounded in that is by staying grounded in Christ, the Bible talks a lot. There are a lot of little parables and stuff about um, how, you know, Jesus is for the poor people. Jesus is for poor people, um, and how a lot of times it's the rich people that struggle to to maintain that relationship with Christ. Why? Why is that? And I want to kind of talk through that a little bit in this moment because when we have the money, when we have the resources when we have the connections and the networking opportunities and all those things, sometimes it's in that place of fulfillment and resource that we have the hardest time going to God. It's in our place of lack. It's in our place of not knowing. It's in our place of um, not having that we are able to really be with God that's when we're able to be on our face, like flat on our face, being like, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I have. I don't have anything. I only have you. And it's in that state of when we only have Jesus. It's in that state when we have no choice but to rely on Jesus, that he knows that he can trust us. So what happens when we get the calling, right? If you got the calling, then that means He he's trusted you enough to get there, right? But We can't let our ego, we can't let our pride, we can't let the fact that we made it, quote unquote, made it to this place, remove us from that place, right? Because the reality is just because he called you there doesn't mean he can keep you there. If we look at the story of Saul, King Saul in the Bible, we see how Saul let his pride get in the way. He let his arrogance get in the way. He let certain aspects of his character get in the way of being able to be the king And this whole time, God was raising up King David to be the king and to replace Saul. Saul got replaced by King David. So don't get it twisted. Just because God called you to a position doesn't mean he'll keep you there if your character isn't in check. I want us to check that spirit too, because again, a lot of us are being very lukewarm Christians in this thought that because God called us to this place that we can keep these positions and still not reflect his light into the world he called you to that position because there's an expectation there's a crown on your head there's an expectation that you are going to reflect Jesus in all the things that you do you are going to reflect a certain level of character in all the things that you do and if you do not do that he will let you fall so I want to be very clear about that and that's why I say he is the caller and the keeper When you get the resources, when you get the networking, when you get the connections, when you have everything that you could ever possibly have and more, that is the time when you still need to be flat on your face calling out to the Lord for assistance. Because the reality is, even in that place, we need Jesus. Even in that place, we still need God. And I wanted to make sure I was very clear about articulating that. Because again, I do believe and I know for a fact that I've gotten on this podcast and spoken a lot about my journey and getting a vision and getting a purpose and all those things. But I want us to elevate from this level of just receiving our calling to understanding that there's a level of character development that goes to from receiving the calling to arriving to the calling and keeping the calling, right? Again, To reiterate, he is the caller and the keeper. He is the sustainer. He is everything. It is not about us. It is not about what we can do in this earth. It is about how we are able to reflect him, how we are able to bring God's kingdom down on this earth. And that's really hard. That requires a lot of work. That requires a lot of effort. And if we are not submitted to Christ in that, we can get burnt out we can get cocky, we can get a lot of things. And eventually, if we continue down a path in which we are not accepting him in our hearts and our minds and in every space of of occupying our calling, we will fall and we will fail. We will embarrass ourselves, we will ruin our reputations. And sometimes th- those things need to happen. The reality is sometimes people, we learn from failure as human beings, right? And And sometimes people who get to that place of losing their calling, that is sometimes the place where they're also able to learn a little bit more about themselves. That's when they're able to to go back to that place of humility and go back to Jesus. And again, at the end of the day, God works in beautiful and mysterious ways. The thing that we thought was the calling and the thing that we thought was going to fill that void, sometimes he'll take that away from us just to bring us back to that place of humility again, just to bring us back to that place of nothing again, just to bring us back to that realization that, He is the only thing, he is the only one that can provide what it is that we're looking for. If you were looking for love, he is the one that can provide it for you. If you were looking for peace or joy or happiness or gentleness or any of those things, he is the one that can provide it for you. It's not about the materialistic things. The materialistic things help us have the resources in order to accomplish what it is that we need. It is about the heart posture. It is about the mind posture. It is about the character that we have as we acquire that calling so that we can go forth and be outward in our reflection of Christ towards the world. So I wanted to leave that with all of you beautiful people. I hope you have an amazing day. And I just want to take the time right now to pray over you. Lord, thank you so much for being our caller and our keeper. Lord, we pray that you allow us to surrender during that time of understanding our calling. Allow us to go through that process of character development. We thank you for taking us on this journey with you. And Lord, we pray that you keep us in this calling. Lord, allow us to remain humble and remain prayed up with you. Allow us to accept the reality that you were the only thing that can keep us in whatever it is that you've called us to. We thank you so much for you. We thank you for your holiness. We thank you for all the things that you continue to do in our lives. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay. Have a great day, Kings and Queens. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to the Queen Speaks podcast. You can listen in and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or Spotify. And you can follow me, your host, Queen Callie, at Queen Callie on Instagram or Queen Callie underscore on TikTok for museum reviews and if you're interested please check out the Macmillan institute.com to find out more information about the museums thank you so much again and have a great day kings and queens